This is Historically Thinking's Commonplace Book for the week of October 28, 2018, a week of unanticipated revolutions. Most revolutions, after all, are only seen that way in retrospect, when people are able to look back and have time to assess them, and perhaps rewrite a little history to let on that people at that time knew that what was going on was going to be a really big deal. October 28th is the traditional date for the Battle of the Milvian Bridge in 312, a battle that even by the standards of our friend Cathal Nolans might be called decisive. At that encounter, two Roman emperors, Constantine and Maxentius, fought for the sole control of the empire. Constantine would later proclaim that on the night before the battle, he had a vision from the Christian god. We can't know whether he thought he was winning the battle on behalf of that god, but he was the first emperor on his triumph not to end that procession with sacrifices at the temple of Jupiter. He probably wasn't a Christian at that point. He had hitherto been devoted to a religion which worshipped the unconquered sun. But that action of avoiding sacrifice to Rome's principal deity foreshadowed revolutionary changes to come. October 29th is another day of revolutionary change, the anniversary of the stock market crash of 1929. It was far from the first financial panic in American history. The panic of 1837 had seen the closure of 40% of American banks. The panic of 1873 led to the failure of 18,000 businesses over a two-year period and 14% unemployment. The panic of 1893 resulted in unemployment of over 10% for five years. It's fairly safe to say that no one could have believed in 1929 that this panic would have such long-lasting effects. Another truly revolutionary change this week, perhaps one somewhat anticipated by those who participated in it, it's the centennial of the German naval revolt, which, along with the collapsing Western Front, precipitated the surrender of Imperial Germany on November 11, 1918. Beginning on the night of October 29th, sailors of the Imperial Navy in the port of Wilhelmshaven began to refuse to obey orders. Mutiny then spread to the port of Kiel, Sailors began to meet on November 1st to discuss what should be done. By November 3rd, a meeting of several thousand sailors and shipyard workers was held, calling for peace and bread. On the 4th, the mutineers moved through town, and by evening, Kiel was in the hands of rebelling sailors, workers, and soldiers, soldiers who had been sent to Kiel to suppress the revolt and ended up taking its side. In the following days, the revolution spread to cities in Germany, including Hanover, Brunswick, Frankfurt am Main, and Munich. It was not the beginning of the end, it was very close to being the end of the end. This German revolution would continue until the creation of the Weimar Republic's constitution in August 1919, and in that crucible of revolution would also be founded Germany's future. Communists, Spartacists, and Nazis. October 31st, 1517, the date of Luther's promulgation of 95 Theses, the beginning of a truly and completely unanticipated revolution. Another sort of revolution, on October 31st, 1913, the dedication of the Lincoln Highway, the first paved coast-to-coast highway. Like the 95 propositions for debate offered up by an obscure German professor, it didn't seem like much, but it was the promise of things to come. I'm Al Zambone. 
If you haven't already, please subscribe to Historically Thinking's weekly newsletter, Notanda, for a roundup of links and ideas most related to history. Until next time, brighten the corner where you are.